control. If we look at data from 2001 through 2015, there is a slow and steady trend towards more corporations owning single-family homes, apartments, office spaces, and less and less individuals actually owning real estate. Blackstone Group actually recently raised a record of $50 billion to take homes from American families. During the pandemic, when all people were ordered to lock down indoors, why did governments around the world make exceptions for mass protests? We've all heard the term fire sale. In this case, it's not a metaphor. When a community is damaged by protests, the value of local properties plummet. Investors then gobble up the devalued real estate for pennies on the dollar. In many cases, the leaders of the decimated communities receive kickbacks for allowing this transfer of wealth. Big companies and investment firms swooping in and buying up some of the only affordable homes in your neighborhood. The more you have individuals not own their own home, the more you have individuals not financially independent, creates more dependence on big financial corporations that profit off of mass people. So we are going towards a world where the people are owning nothing. I always say, like, if we don't own anything, well, who does? Bill Gates, business magnate, software developer, philanthropist, nation's largest farmland owner. Gates owns nearly 270,000. It's a reinstitution of Marxism where, you know, communism owned all the property. In his Communist Manifesto, Karl Marx wrote, The theory of communism may be summed up in a single sentence. Abolition of private property. Karl Marx was a German philosopher and social theorist who lived in the 1800s. He is the co-author of the Communist Manifesto, which has been referred to as the Bible of Communism. His theories of class conflict and dialectical materialism were instrumental in shaping socialist and communist movements worldwide. Joseph Stalin, Vladimir Lenin, Leon Trotsky, Mao Zedong, Che Guevara, Fidel Castro, Kim Jong-un, Hugo Chavez, Nicolas Maduro, and many other communist revolutionaries have cited Marxism as the foundation of their political ideologies. Marx rejected all concepts of God as well as the traditional family. According to members of his own family, Marx was emotionally, verbally, and physically abusive. His wife, Jenny, was plagued by depression, which was compounded by Carl's adulterous impulses and his inability to provide for his children. Despite his privileged upbringing and formal education, Karl Marx was often unwilling to work and instead relied on the financial support of friends and family. In 1943, the following directive was issued from party headquarters to all communists in the United States. It read, when certain obstructionists become too irritating, label them as fascist or Nazi or anti-Semitic. In the public mind, constantly associate those who oppose us with those names which already have a bad smell. The association will, after enough repetition, become fact in the public mind. The Founding Fathers were racist, misogynist, fascist, fascist, fascist political party, radicals on the far right, anti-Semitic, anti-Semitic, xenophobic, transphobic, Uncle Tom's white supremacist, domestic terrorist, neo-Nazi organizer, Nazis, you are an anti-vaxxer, anti-vaxxers, racist, 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 a racist. Name-calling is their number one bullying tactic, and they apply it unremittingly to anyone who questions their dogma or says something they find unacceptable or offensive. <laughs> 